Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Steps Podcast. Uh, today, I have um, my friend Brittany Foster's, oh, that's her maiden name, my friend Brittany's uh, husband, Wendell. Um, Wendell and uh, Brittany got married this year, right? Uh, last year. Last year. Last, last, last year. year. Yeah. And um, I've, uh, I've, I've just been you know, following Brittany for obviously a number of years. We've known each other in, uh, throughout high school, and we kept in touch through IG. And um, Wendell is, uh, is, is also a, a father. Uh, he has a son, and they have a blended family together. And so I reached out to Brittany, and I said, hey, would, you know, would your husband be up for, for doing the podcast? And uh, she put me in touch with Wendell, and, man, he, he graciously decided to, to tell his story and his, his journey and um man thank you for thank you for doing this thank you for uh for for jumping on so i really appreciate it no man thank you i really appreciate the opportunity uh to be on here and support you in this uh in your, in your podcast yeah yeah for sure man for sure so man let's just dive right in man did so you know you guys obviously um you know have have had children that were coming into your relationship with you have a son. Brittany has uh, a daughter. Um, were you guys up front when you guys met about um, about having kids? Like, you know, did she know you had a son? Did did she, uh, you know she had a daughter? Like, how did that kind of all come about? Man, so um, we absolutely were honest uh, going into the relationship because uh, with me, I've been um, one of the proudest moments of my life. My greatest accomplishment is having children. I'll be one of honest with you. And you know, Brittany is uh, Brittany is in love with her daughter. She's in love with Amaya, and, and uh, rightfully so. She's an awesome child. So uh, initially, besides the initial attraction, man, that's one of the conversations that we um, we frequented a lot, like how we feel about our kids, certain things going on in our kids' lives, and stuff like that. So we're absolutely yeah, about. for sure, for sure. And and so when when you guys you know were were dis, were dating and how. Um, like how how would those like you know how would those kind of dates work in the beginning like hey you know uh like were you guys upfront about like having the kids kind of be in the forefront or you know was it were you guys more so guarded and like and you know six months in you know we'll have the kids meet or you'll meet um you know you'll meet amaya or Brittany met adrian like how did how did you guys kind of you know tread through those waters so um, first and foremost, when I met Brittany, I was uh, I was newly out of a relationship by about a couple months. Really? So of, yeah, the defense factor was was absolutely there. We were unsure where we wanted to take the relationship. Gotcha. So we were both a bit um, a both apprehensive about meeting the kids and introducing the kids to the relationship mm -hmm. um, because we're both mindful of the people that we have our kids around. Yeah. So initially we were like, hey, I mean, let's get to know each other first, understand what we are expecting out of this situation. Yeah. And then it determined that's gonna determine um if and when we bring the kids in, into the into the yeah. relationship. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then how did it come about that where where you guys, you know, kinda did have that conversation about, you know, everyone meeting? So um it came across as kind of uh, initially, uh, so I met Amaya. I met Amaya before Brittany met Adrian because 
Um, he's my oldest, and like I said, he's from a previous relationship, so he resided in Las Vegas with his mom. So uh, he would visit for summers and stuff like that. And um, Amaya lived in San Diego with Brittany, of course. Right. So um, we uh, we had the conversation a couple months into the relationship, and we were like, "Hey, I was like, hey man, I would, I mean, I would love to meet Amaya." She's like, yeah. "I absolutely agree." She's like, her first words to me was, um, "Amaya is a." <laughs> Amaya is a special child. She she speaks very openly, and I was like, ah, I can take that. Yeah, I wonder where she gets that from. You know? That's yeah. The- <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so we were talking, and we were we were making arrangements to kind of make it happen. And then I believe I believe Brittany was sick, and I went over to drop something off for her. Um, but it was early on in the evening, so of course Amaya was there. Yeah. And Amaya came to the door with her, and her first reaction was like, um, "Who are you?" <laughs> so, I was like, oh, okay, all right, hi, how are you doing? So I introduced myself, and she was like, okay, are you trying to date my mom? And I was like, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, after that, that was our first initial reaction, and um, she kind of started to open up gradually um, yeah. from then on. I started coming around a little bit more, we started hanging out more, we yeah. and mom, of course. And um, our relationship kind of developed from there. Gotcha, gotcha. And and how yeah, how old was Amaya when when you first met her? So I met Brittany back in two thousand and fourteen. So um, that was what seven? That was eight years ago. Yeah. So yeah, so she was like six or seven. Oh man, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, cool. It's been a long time. Yeah, I was gonna say that's been a man. That's been a long time. That's that's what's up. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, you know, so you know, you guys meet, and you know, you know, in a in a very unique in a very unique setting. Um. You know, so what was the so what was the like? What were the interactions? What were the next kind of, uh, you know, you and Amaya you know, hanging out look like after that? So um, for, for some time, I want to say about the first year, year and a half, um, every interaction that we would have would, of course, mom would be there and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, Brittany is very protective. And she's she is absolutely right to, to be so very protective over Maya. Yeah. Um, then um, slowly but surely as Amaya started getting comfortable with me, yeah. It kind of developed into, she was like, hey, I, uh, are you off? If so, I'm running a couple minutes late picking up a Maya, and I don't want to be the last baby there. Do you mind grabbing her and, like, meeting me in the parking lot? So it kind of started there, and our relationship, um, that kind of triggered conversation kind of without mom being there. So I was like, okay, like, what do you like? Because everybody wants to please the child, right? You just want to make sure you want to know the child's likes, dislikes, so you make sure you're not overstepping boundaries or anything like that for sure so we at that point was when we kind of developed that we had similar interests we had similar likes um amaya's birthday is july 4th my birthday is july 11th yesterday yeah so we had similar by the way thank you bro thank you thank you (laughs) yeah so we had similar interests um we both love chicken wings so we immediately bonded up that we both love the beach (laughs) yeah i know right love it we both love each um 
So yeah, we kind of bonded over over the, the, our similarities, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, as the relationship progressed, of course, Brittany got more comfortable because she she realized that I'm not. There are a lot of dads out here, but not fathers, as I should say. You know, yeah, she realized that I was I was 100% about. I would treat her child the same way I would treat mine. I would protect her child the same way I would protect mine. For sure. And um, from then on, bro, it's just, it's really been, it's been flourishing yeah. in a beautiful way. Yeah, I love it. Have When when you went into, you know, meeting Amaya, even your approach with Brittany, you know, how much of, how much of, you know, the way you expect someone else coming into your son's life kind of play into your interactions and really kind of how you, you know, presented yourself? Well, so my, my whole thing is I, um, nobody wants to be with someone um, that wouldn't treat their child with the same love and respect that your child that you would treat the same love and respect of their own. For sure. So, um, with that being said, I've always treated her with the utmost respect, the way, like I said, exactly the way I would treat my child right. as best as I can. Right. I know a lot of people beg to argue um, there's no possible way to love someone else's child the same way that she would love yours. Yeah. And I agree to an extent. Um, there are things, there are hurdles that you have to overcome, especially if the other parent is actively in that child's life. There For are sure. boundaries that you, you have to respect, and sometimes that place somewhat of a a hold on you being as open and forthcoming with your love as you should. But with time and effort and continuing to build that trust in that relationship with that child, I think that just it comes naturally. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, I like that. I like that. You know, you, you, you hit on that that last part, you know, where you where things just kind of come come naturally. Um, how would you say like how would you say like your your relationship with the Maya, you know, has has kind of flourished naturally? Like what did what did you kind of find yourself doing that was just like, Oh, okay, I that I, I just do that now. You know, like for example, like for me with uh, you know, my daughter back here, um Man, I just like naturally I found myself just like uh, wanting to like do stuff. And that meant like, hey, I'm going to go run some errands, but I'm going to also like, you know, hit the, you know, you know, I'm going to stop by, grab some ice cream. Natalie, you just want to roll with me? Oh, yeah, I do. Cool. Let's go. You know, like, how did you how did you kind of naturally just kind of fall into things that that it was like, oh, yeah, this is like what, you know, this is what me and Maya, Maya do. Like you brought up the chicken wings, you know? Yeah. So there are things that um there are things that I, I used to or I did with my son when oh, okay. before Amaya and uh Brittany Kemp even came into the picture. Yeah. And like I said, it just so happened that her likes kinda aligned with ours. So to be honest with you, it was so because I didn't have him as freely as I would have loved to. So having Amaya, um it was it was refreshing and it was almost therapeutic. I believe it helped me more than uh, more than anything else. 
yeah. helping to cope with not having my son. So it's not that it was a, like a replacement factor, but it was like, man, like I really miss having these times with my son. And I appreciate the fact that she is willing to allow me to have this time with Amaya doing For things sure. that make us both happy. So sure. like, that's when, what I'm referencing when I say it kind of came naturally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To us. Yeah. For sure. For sure. How, did 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 you find yourself almost, um, you know, like like you know like dad mode just kind of never turned off in a sense? Like, hey, okay, I'm I, I'm I'm I I was in my relationship and now I'm I'm dating another woman who who has a child and you know I'm just got these you know you know the the, the parenting I don't know uh you know spiritual just not yeah thank you yes you know the the spiritual yeah. instinct of just like like do you feel like it just never shut off you just kind of rolled with it rolled with it and kept going so there's i mean it, it depends on who you, you would ask um because my perception thing about it is man um a lot of us are learning to be parents i would say almost by trial and error because some yeah. of us never really had the perfect example yeah. how to be parents so right. the way i was raising my son um on certain moral and core values like a man's honor and respect um yeah stuff like that it, it kind of it just laterally transferred yeah when it came to her for sure it for just sure. laterally transferred it was just a different child same attitude same same um same type of morals that I want to I wanted to have it. I hear you. I like it. I like it, man. Um, so you know, as you guys, you know, you know, started dating more and seeing each other more, you know, how you know how did that kind of next step, you know, come in where you know you guys are, you know, maybe now living together, um, and you know, like, were there any conversations around that as as your guys' relationship as your and Brittany's relationship grew? So yeah, um, one of Brittany's concerns was, um, uh, I'm gonna touch on the next subject very briefly because I don't believe that I, I, um, I don't believe that it deserves any more explanations than I would already give, right? No disrespect. Um, so Amaya's relationship with her dad wasn't the greatest, um, for for lack of better terms. So sure. before we even um, before we even moved in together, started living together, mm-hmm. she um, we had the conversation. She she like I said, abundantly so. She she made it very clear. Hey, um, you're stepping into a role that Amaya is gonna have mixed feelings about. So yeah. just not saying that you're not, but I need to know that you are 100% committed into being that for her. So at that point, um, myself and Amaya had a conversation. So it's, um, we had a conversation that you kind of had to break down a few barriers to have. Yeah. So I had to explain to her that, to Amaya, that I will never... 
intentionally tried to replace her father. Right. Right. But my my existence in, in the relationship with her mom is to be whatever she needs me to be. So if she needs me to be dad today, I will be super dad. If she needs me to be her best friend tomorrow, I will be her best friend tomorrow. If she needs me to be her hacky sack coach 20 minutes from now, that is what I signed up for. And that's what I have to be for her. Um, I believe a lot of a lot of people go into a relationship and assume that role and immediately try to place a negative stigma on the the actual father whether he did something wrong or he did that relationship is not as perfect as it can be and i don't believe that that is right i believe everybody goes through periods in their lives for a reason to learn or to grow and everybody deserves forgiveness so i believe it's wrong to go into a relationship saying hey i'm your dad now right. or you know, you, you will call me that or whatever the case may be. To this day, um, I'm like I said, it's been eight years, um, almost going on nine years. She calls me Deli Bo, and I accept it. In her messages or, or like if she's talking to somebody, she's like, oh, um, so my dad is going to be here in a couple of minutes and stuff like that. And it makes me feel really good. It makes me feel really proud because... Yeah knowing that she understands that my unconditional love for her does not differentiate because she's not my biological child. In fact, it doesn't matter at all. I agree, man. I agree. When, when Natalie started calling me dad, man, I was blown away, just honored. Every time she still says it, it's just like, thank you. You know, like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. And if she stopped tomorrow, Okay, no problem. Um, so I, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, the, that relationship part that you talked about, how where, you know, it, it changes how, who you are, you know, day by day, by hour even, you know. Uh, man, that, that hits home with me as well. So I, I, I completely understand. For me, one of the things I learned was, man, Regardless of how like, you know, you are with, you know, with your bio dad versus me, like at the end of the day, you need love, you know, which is something I've said on this podcast before, you know, it's just like, like, that's what you need. And I can tell from, from, you know, what you said right now, man, you, you, you've embraced that fully, just like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to love on you. And with, however that looks day to day, hour to hour, cool. I'm, but I'm here. So I, I love that, man. I love that. Um, so as you guys like moved in together, you know, how, you know, were, were there any kind of obstacles in terms of like just kind of stumbles, things that you were like learning again, like living with someone and then having, you know, uh, having, having a child um, in terms of like not only, uh, not only Adrian potentially being there on, you know, these summers, but also having a mile, you know, full time. So um, our, our situation happened, our situation happened really, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I can't even find words to say how. <laughs> the, the chuckle says it all, man. <laughs> so, um, 
So we came uh, 2018 to 2019 out of Florida to the Middle East. Um, I was gone for like uh, like seven and a half months. Um, came back. So me and Brittany had originally had the conversation with each other, and we were planning, you know, getting our bodies right, making sure that we're healthy, making sure we're doing the things that we're supposed to do to have a child. Um, along with that, we had the conversation with kids. So we yeah. were like, hey, we plan on getting married. We plan on having a child. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, and they were both they were both really accepting to it. They were like, "Yo, we've always wanted like a younger sibling." What's up? That's cool. Hey, when you guys gonna do this? Yeah. Right? So, so we uh we ended up getting pregnant um September I believe it was twenty um twenty nineteen, and um we started looking for a house. So we like we wanted to buy a house. Let's start looking. We had started looking before we got pregnant. We were like, "Let's get it right." Mm-hmm. Looked for a long time, couldn't find a house to save our lives that we loved. Mm. And then, um, and I want to say it was like October or November of 2019. Um, a bit of a situation unfolded with my um, my son's mom, and her situation kind of placed my son in a very weird situation, and. At that point, I, enough was enough. I was not comfortable anymore having my son there. Mm-hmm. So I began to fight that battle. And Brittany was by my side the whole way. So fast forward over to March, excuse me, fast forward to February. We ended up finding the house, um, started the process, closed on the house. And on March 20th, 2020. 2020 we moved in our first house congrats right before um, covid man i when i say so i was out on a, on a, on an op um on i was supposed to be gone from the 15th until the 22nd mm-hmm. the op got cut short because of covid and i emailed a lady from uh san clemente island up in san diego and i was like hey i'm gonna be back early can we close early she said absolutely so that happened shortly after that i got full custody of my son right congrats so we're moving in the house got full custody of my son we already had a maya and britney was due in june man talk about a series of events talk about a series of events so when we moved in the house we moved in the house as a family so yeah my son was here Amaya was here. The baby was on the way. Brittany was pregnant. We had things to do before the baby came. We had to get the house together because we were just now moving in. So everything happened in such rapid succession. It was just like this is a lot. Yeah. But it couldn't. Have, it couldn't have better and happened in a better order because everybody was a part of this. Yeah. Right. We bringing a blended. We brought a blended family together. And in the very first chapter, our very first home, everybody that was supposed to be there was there. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing we were waiting on at that point is to welcome the baby. So it's just like I said, our situation was it was very unique the way everything kind of came together, man. That's why I always say I really felt like it's meant to be. Yeah. I've always known that Brittany is a blessing that was sent from whatever you believe in, a higher power, higher entity. Spirit guides, whatever you believe in, I believe Brittany was sent to save my life. 
yeah. the way that situation, the way 2020 unfolded for us. Living proof, man. I hear you. I hear you. Um, you know, I, I'd like to talk about also about you know you and Adrian, and then you know you guys, you know, and and you guys moving in, and you know that that side of it because. Like you said, you know, you guys are a blended family and, you know, you guys have um, a lot of pieces there. Um, so when, you know, so, you know, backtracking with this, when you guys did go through the process with, you know, you had your conversation with Amaya, how did that look like? What did that look like for your son? Like, what did that conversation look like? Like that, that as far as, as, far as you, a baby or? Uh, before that, like where it's like, hey, I'm getting serious with Brittany and, you know, these are the, our next steps in our relationship. Did you, did you and Adrian have that conversation? So, uh, yeah, we did. We did um, fairly earlier on, shortly after, uh, within a year and a half after um, uh, me and Brittany meeting. Gotcha. And then um, we started developing a relationship with her. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm in the military and um, right. I'm active duty. I've, I've been doing this for 19 years now. So, Congrats. I'm to me and met. Say again? I said, thank you for serving. Congrats. That's huge. Thank you, man. So, yeah, around the time that me and Brittany met, um, around the time that she met Adrian, yeah, my, my career was in, it was in hyper mode. I was doing I was working a lot. I had a lot of operations going on. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of gone a lot of the times. Um, at that point, my best friend had lived with me, and he watched my son while I was gone, while I was working. Wow, yeah. So he also has a young boy, so it kind of worked out for us. So I was gone yeah. for a couple of days at a time, and he would kind of hold it down for me. And that's really when Brittany stepped up and started taking a prominent role in Adrian's life. So Brittany used to do things like um, I would get a random email at night, like I'm not checking my email until like two o'clock in the morning, and she would be like, <laughs> it would come through at like one o'clock the day before, and she was like, hey, um, I took off work early, I'm about to go grab some food and go to the house and play the game with Adrian. I'm just letting you know that I'm gonna be over there with him. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's super they, they, they've always had a good relationship, so I'm like, like she doesn't have to do that, right? But she's still taking that initiative to do that and to to nurture that relationship. So they've always had a pretty good relationship, um, even till now. Like there are things that he has conversations with her about that I don't know about. She's like, hey, did you know that Adrian was? And I'm like, no. <laughs> she's like, he didn't talk to you about that. I'm like, uh, no. You know, so. <laughs> Their relationship is is at a place now. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's best I can say. It's a, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. I love it. I love it. How so? Uh, you know, you know, kind of guide me through the the um, kind of the steps you guys took in terms of you know what what you talked to Adrian about when you when you guys decided that you guys were kind of you know moving in and getting this house and you know, the, those steps that you guys were taking? Because obviously they were both like, when are y'all giving us a younger sibling? Uh, but in terms of, you know, like, oh, hey, like we're all going to be, you know, one unit now. Uh, were, were there any kind of bigger conversations around that? 
so the thing about it is um there's a lot of things that Brittany even teaches me as a parent even though i am the older one yeah there's a lot of things that she still teaches me because let's be honest our women are way smarter than us bruh so (laughs) trust me so there are conversations that we had even leading up to it like yeah hey so we're serious so uh i actually when i came back from that deployment in 2019 we moved in together into Brittany's apartment before we even got the house oh wow yeah we were having conversations like right after i got back like hey how do you guys feel about living in a house? Like, how do you guys feel about having a backyard? How do you mm-hmm. guys feel about, like, we're really going to make this, not that an apartment doesn't make a family official, but, like, we're going to, we're thinking about moving into our first home. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah. We've always had open lines of communication with the children and yeah. getting their input because their input is valued. We don't ever want the kids to feel as if, hey, mom and dad, mom and dad are just making decisions and they really don't care how we feel or our input to this conversation they are children and children that do have a place but at the end of the day let's let's be real that open line of communication can do no wrong for that relationship yeah yeah so we've always given them that floor to say hey either a we like this or we don't like this or we don't feel great about this whatever the case may be because the biggest goal to a happy family is making sure that everybody's happy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the I would say it's kind of a key factor in everything. Everybody has to be happy. For so, sure. Sure. Yep. I got you, man. Um, you know, what would you say has been, you know, your, your biggest obstacle in being uh, a stepfather? Um, having having tough conversations man um yeah. when i say tough conversations um i use that in reference to having conversations about um about bio dad or about i'm, I'm just going to touch on one real quick sure um so she um she asked me one time a long time ago why do I do what I do? And the question really kind of caught me off guard because we weren't even in like a setting to where a serious conversation was initiated or or kind of like stayed into. And I was like, what do you mean? You don't have to do um, a lot of things for me. You know? She's like, but you still do. She's a very intelligent child. And um, I kind of, I got taken aback because I wasn't sure how to answer the the question. Yeah. But ultimately, I had to explain to her, like, it, 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 to me, it really doesn't matter what capacity I'm in your life. I'm blessed to be in your life regardless. Mm-hmm. And every child deserves to be loved. Every child deserves to be protected. Um, and we child deserves to feel wanted. I mean, yes, there are times that our kids will piss us off, stepkids will piss us off. For sure. But the reality, the reality of it is, um, really, no child is, has ever asked to be here, and no child should ever feel as if they're 
what should I say? They're an option in somebody's life. Like they should, children should always be a priority, man. If you're if you're man enough to take that role and you're man enough to say, hey, um, I want to be with your mom, bro. Like you're you're signing up to say, I'm ready to be a father to whatever she brings into this relationship. Could be one, two, three, four, five, how many other children it is. Yeah. That's what you're signing up for. So I had to really express to her that we we are going to have rough patches, but that's not going to dictate the way that I love you, how I love you, things that I do for you. I do it from unconditional love, and I'm not doing it because I'm obligated to. I'm doing it because I want to, you know? For sure. Um, For I mean, sure. there are other conversations that that we have had to have. Mm-hmm. Um, disciplining is, a, is another difficult one. It's a difficult hurdle because, I mean, I don't believe in corporal punishment by any means necessary, but you handle a boy a little bit different than you would handle a girl, right? And yes. Sometimes it just feels that just that factor alone sometimes feel as if you're being um, your punishment is being lopsided. It's kind of it's a little bit different for her than it is for him. Or it's a little bit different for him than it is for her. And mm-hmm. making sure or ensuring that no child feels as if, oh, well, you're showing him favoritism or you're showing her favoritism or she we did the exact same thing, but she got this and I got this. Making sure that we always maintain that equality, that mm-hmm. equality, whether it be with punishment, whether it be rewards, whether it be with accolades, no matter what it is, making sure that that straight and narrow line is never deviated from. Mm-hmm. It takes it takes a lot of hard work to make sure that you're doing that because as men, we always second guess. You know. Um, did I handle that right? Did I did I do that right? You know, sometimes yes. we mess our partners. Yes. Like, did I handle that right? Was I too hard? Was I oh my God. Did I yell at too? Yes. You know. So, yeah, that is yes. has been um, one of the most difficult things in wow. in being a stepfather. Hands down. I man, that that questioning, bro. I that that hits me for sure, man. I do that all the time, and I'm like, yeah. damn. I, so I, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, so over these years, you know, I mean, eight years, how, how would you describe, um, how would you describe, you know, your, your and Amaya's relationship from, you know, where it started to where it is now? Um, leaps and bounds. She feels super comfortable talking to me about things that, um, she may not even want to talk to mom about stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, um, they're, they're both teenagers. So these, these new age teenagers are something else, something in their, own, in their own world. But, um, I take a lot of pride in knowing that she, Amaya, really trusts you mm-hmm. as much as she would trust her biological father. Mm-hmm. Um, to not say last Father's Day, Father's Day, actually it was Father's Day 2020. We just moved in the house. And um, Amaya wrote me a card. She's very creative. She's very artsy. Nice. She's very artsy. Like, she would create the dopest cards. Like, my desk is laden with, like, cards that Amaya has laid me over the years, bro. 
So, uh, she made me a card and she said, um, would you be my dad? And a yes box and a no box. I'll keep it with you. I've, I've, I've worked alongside some of the hardest men that walks God's green earth. I cry. Oh yeah. That'll get you. I cry. I cry. Um, it's still that note is still in that exact pocket of the apron that she made me on Father's Day. And to answer your question on how do I feel or where do I feel our relationship is now? Yeah. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah, that's your baby girl. I love it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Um you know, in 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 your guys's, you know, stage of, you know, in being in a relationship, obviously you guys took that next step in, in getting married. Um, were there any conversations around that with the kids and and, uh, and 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 all of you, or like, did you guys have separate conversations where, you know, Brittany maybe talked to uh, to Adrian, you talked to Maya, you guys both talked to the kids together. You know, how did that kind of all look? So we kind of we kind of apply the same logic that we we always do with any large decision that we make as a family. Um, we we all sat down and had the conversation. Um, prior to me even um, proposing to Brittany, yeah. So we all sat down and we had that talk like, hey, you know, not saying that putting a ring on somebody's finger does not change the world, but we are we are we are at a point to where we're we're gonna take our relationship to the to the ultimate next level. Mm-hmm. Um you both are you know, you both are, are always self explanatory, like a, a part of our lives and a part of this with us. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, they were, they were stoked. They were, they were super excited. Um, Amaya wasn't happy about having to pick out a dress, but you know, <laughs> that was about that was the max extent, man. That was the max extent of any any uh, dysfunction that came from us having those conversations with them and leading into the marriage. For sure, I got you. I got you, man. Dude, daughters and and mothers and like clothing in general like i'm just like i'm out i'm going for dude, a two-hour walk like, dude I, I love it because Pooh, uh her nickname is Pooh. she's she's so cut and dry some baggy jeans and a hoodie she's that's her perfect it. outfit right there all day bro so she's not like she's not like a real girly girl but she's not a tomboy but yeah, she's just like yeah i just want to be comfortable I just want to be comfortable, yeah. and that's it. Cut and dry. I love it. Love it. I roll with that all day long. Like, well, day. You, you need some dunks? Let's do this. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I feel. It. Um, so, um, you know, we've we, we've talked quite a bit about you know your guys's your guys's relationship in terms of you and Brittany and how you guys were talk, you know going to kind of put the kids in the forefront, have that open co- communication. You know, you know, what's something that, you know, you guys that maybe you didn't know when you first became a step parent to where you are now that that you do know, that you wish you have known, you know, that first thing. for like how this the whole demographic of this relationship would work out or. Correct. 
it was not it was not very much that I could say that um that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, something that me and Brittany had to both learn together over the past couple of years was, like I said, uh, really how to be parents to teenagers. Yeah. Um, especially teenagers during COVID. It's, it was challenging. It was, it was more difficult than we, we expected. Yeah. Um, we knew raising teenagers, we had, we had no idea what to expect raising teenagers. And yeah. they're so right behind each other. If he's 15, she's 14, we had no idea what to expect. So we kind of, it was kind of trial by fire with everything. So there's nothing really that was shocking or appalling that I would say, man, I really wish I knew that going into this, yeah. um, per se, honestly. Yeah, I got you. I got you. If, if, if you were to tell me, what, what does it mean to be a step-parent to you? Oh man, dude. Um, in the eyes of the world or in the eyes of that child is the question I would ask. Let's do both. Um, a lot of people take take things for granted, um, especially children. The relationship with children, they don't understand how a relationship between a father and a son or a father and a daughter can affect. Um, how a child matures and develops and how they look at the world. Yeah. A lot of people take those things for granted. So in the eyes of the world, being a stepfather is kind of like, yeah, man, just stepping up and, and being that that figure. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's more than being a figure. It's a, it has to become your way of life. It has to be the thing that you are most passionate about. It has to come with all of you. It can't be Half of you, it can't be part of you. It can't be, I don't feel like doing this today. Yeah. Because th- that child is going to want to do it on the days that you don't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that's one thing that I think in, in the eyes of the world, a lot of people take for granted. As far as in the eyes of that child, you are, No matter what statistics say, because statistics say by the year 2030, about 21% of the population would be in married, committed relationships and have rounded families, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't care what statistics say. Every child wants to be a member of a complete home with a father and a mother. Every child wants a Christmas morning. Every child wants those surprise birthday parties. Every child wants both parents in the, in the pavilion in the bleachers screaming their names. Yeah. Whether they say it or not, um, that means a lot to these kids, bro. Yeah. So being a stepfather to me is, I mean, I'm going to say it's a great honor. Yeah. Um, but it's just, we ha- I have to be thankful to her for even allowing me. Yeah. And continue to try to show her, even on my bad days, when I am not the best, or when I am, I may be upset at her, mm-hmm. um, or whatever the case may be, making sure that she understands that I will always love her unconditionally, no matter 
how upset I am at her, no matter if I'm disappointed in her, no, no matter what it is. Yeah. Because she values me so much mm-hmm. that she calls me her stepdad or belly bowl, whatever she chooses to call me on that day. She values me so much, and I owe her the respect to do everything like that. Yeah. So sure. being a stepfather to me is being a father to me. I wouldn't want to say a stepfather. Being a father to me, to all three of our children, that yeah. means the world to me. Yeah. I wouldn't. It's my. It's been my greatest pride. It's been my greatest joy. I love it. I can say. I love it, man. Um, you know. W- What's what's something that you know, in being a stepfather, in in you know being being uh, a father, you have you know you have Adrian, your own biological child, you know what are what are the kind of the the parallels that you that you've seen, like, and then what are some things that like um, happen at that in a step in a step parenting role that you just never really expected. I'm not sure I understand the question. Can you rephrase it for me, please? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, like, you know, what are what are some of the things that you know in raising Adrian that you see are mm-hmm. like the same with raising Amaya? Obviously, it's a boy and a girl, so there are certain differences. But in terms of like that parent, like it's like, all right, I'm gonna do this regardless, right? Okay. Whether I'm dad or dad, doesn't matter. Um. Let me see, man. I don't want to say kids are going to be kids, but um, <laughs> I mean, kids yeah. are going to be kids. Um, they are, I don't know, man, they're, they're so, they're so much alike, but they're yet still so very different as mm-hmm. far as their personalities go, as far as for things they would do or things that you expect them to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of like... Um, Man, I'm not, I'm not even sure how how to to answer that all question. Good. It's kind of got me stumped. All good, it's, all um, good. It's uh, let me see. I know it's 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 one of those weird. I feel you. I feel you. I I. I've had, I haven't had a lot of, uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, step parents who are also parents, and especially with this close in age. So I was like, man, I wonder if there are any. So no, no worries. Uh, but I would be curious to know, like, what, you know, what's something that you found more challenging as a step parent versus, you know, uh, you know, with with raising Amaya that you found more challenging versus raising, you know, Adrian. Um. And a lot of people may not believe this. So the whole military thing, yeah. it was tenfold more difficult for me to leave with Amaya. Really? Um, it was tenfold more difficult for me to leave. It was like every time I left, it was just like, oh, man, like a little piece of my heart, bro. So <laughs> my son has always been, he's always been kind of rugged, kind of, Callous, not he, like he wasn't in tune with his emotions. Yeah, but he um, he's always been kind of callous and understanding and kind of tough through it, right? Gotcha. Um, 
Dude, uh, my, my very last deployment that I did, I, I'm never deploying again just to get the record straight. The very last deployment I did, um, I flew out. It was myself and four other teammates. And we flew out on our own individual third for reasons I can't explain to you. Um, so the bird landed in San Diego. I want to say, oh my God, it was like November 14th. We were supposed to leave November 15th. November 15th, we went to the flight line. Brittany got off work. We picked up Amaya. We went to the flight line. My nephew was there. He came up from New York. And we got to the flight line and they were like, hey, so turn around and go home because this bird has broke down. We can't fly out. So we were like, <laughs> right? Now, mind you, the only difference between this scenario and every other scenario that I'm going to explain to you is that I hadn't said goodbye to her. We literally got out the car. I was looking at the bird. The dude walked up to me and said, hey, we're not leaving. We rolled around to the 16th. 16th, um, we had to drop her off at school because plane was supposed to leave early so I had that interaction with her okay I'm not going to be home when you get home later I'll be home in a couple months I promise you I love you and that's when it really started tugging at me right wow started tugging at me yeah here we go Whitney drops me off I go into this flight line I sit on this flight line for the majority of the afternoon and they say go back home like delayed again i was like oh my god bro it was like okay for sure for sure for sure waiting on one part tomorrow night we're gonna be leaving okay. so here we are amaya is out of school we pick her up uh we go to the base we hadn't eaten dinner yet um they told us on the flight line hey the flight is going to be a couple hours delayed but we're still leaving tonight and uh we went to this little food court to eat and I, I still have the picture on my desk right now. She had a little fleece jacket on and she kept opening the jacket and trying to wrap me in it because she didn't think that I would pull away from her. She knew that I wouldn't pull away from her. And she just hugged me around my waist and she just held on to me, bro. Oh. Brittany sent me that picture like right before the plane took off. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Bro. Yeah. So leaving with her, even if I left just for like training exercises or, you know, I was just going somewhere else for a couple of weeks, it's always been more difficult um, with her than it was with my son. I'm yeah. not exactly sure why. Yeah. Uh, like I said, maybe because he's a boy, he's a little bit more callous and he had been doing it for way longer. Yeah. But it's, it's always been more difficult for her with her. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, man, that's, that's crazy. I, I can't, I can't even imagine. Uh, yeah. Hey, wow. Wow. Um, you know, final question here. Uh, sorry. Second to last question here. Uh, what, what is, um, what is, what do you consider your biggest win, you know, as a, as a step parent, as a stepfather with the Maya? Her. 
sir. That's my biggest win, bro. That's like the ultimate prize. Yeah. That's yeah. the ultimate prize because you have you have another human being allow you to fill such a significant role in their lives. If even though they are a child, you think they don't understand, but they really honestly do. Yeah. Having that girl in my life has really been a blessing. Like I said, we have our ups and downs. They're teenagers, so you know you get pissed off at teenagers like, "Hey, go clean your room," or "Hey, do this," or "Do your chores." Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, um, my biggest win in this whole thing has been her. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. So, final question for you is: Are y'all are y'all uh, lemon pepper wing fans? Are the spicy wings? Are y'all doing the barbecue wings? Like, break it down for us. No, no, no. Traditional, traditional buffalo. Nice. As hot as I can, as, as hot as I'm allowed to give her, because she's not allowed to have the super hot ones. So we get why is that? Wings, so we get we get the mediums. So she used to have stomach issues when she was younger, and oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that initially. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, I know there's a story there. Hit us. Come yeah. on. Uh, so it didn't affect her like that time at all. Okay. But it's just, we said it and she looked at me and she looked at Amaya and Amaya was kind of like, she kind of looked away. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but we were fine. We were fine after that. We, uh, I got we graduated. We got, because I, I moved uh, between the time that I met Brittany and, um, like when our relationship started progressing to the point to where like I would pick her up from school and she would kind of come hang out at my house before Brie gets off work or whatever the case may be. Yeah. There was a restaurant, um, there was a restaurant by my old house that sold, I don't know if you ever heard about um, Buffalo Chicken Fries. I have heard of Buffalo Chicken Fries, yeah. So it's, I guess it's a kind of California thing. Supposedly yeah. some guy in some California created it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So that was our joint for a long time, bro. So we would go, and this this would be our this would be our ride. So we would stop because she she loves Gatorades, right? So we would stop. I pick her up from school. We would either go to uh, Dairyland, we'd get some frozen yogurt, we'd stop yeah. and get buffalo chicken fries, then we'd stop and yeah. get her Gatorade, and then we kind of just go hang out at the house. And just watch TV until we get off work, bro. <laughs> so that was our that was our little thing on Fridays. That was our routine, bro. I love the get down. That's so what's up. <laughs> Dude, it, it's the put together when you think back on it is so terrible because you have milk and you have buffalo chicken fries. Just gonna it's just like, but all, the only answer I had for Brittany was like, but she she loves it. I, I don't know what you I don't know what you want me to do, bro. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How, why are you mad? I fed her. Like, what's up? Yeah, yeah I fed her. She ate quite well. Yeah. So. <laughs> quite well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love it, man. Hey, it's, hey, I, I really appreciate you doing the doing this one. Thank you so much, man. And I appreciate you sharing your story. Oh uh, no, man, no problem at all, man. Thank you for having me all over again, man. Thank you. I really for appreciate sure. you. For sure. All right.